Hope. Everyone needs some. Welcome to the In All podcast, a production of Mercy Street. These stories are from hope dealers at Houston, Texas, and everyday misfits found in the Bible. We hope you find your story in God's story of radical grace. This is a story about the places where Jesus would go to rest. It comes from Matthew chapter 11, and then also the end of Matthew's gospel when Jesus is in the Garden of Gethsemane. The Olive Press Pub was a small tavern outside the city limits, where he went to escape the expectations of the crowd. This rooftop pub was the place where no one knew his name. Well, no one except the petite bartender named Millie, with fiery eyes and a gentle spirit. As soon as he pulled back the curtain and took his spot along the cypress wood bar, Millie pulled the tap, let the foam rise, and slid the pint towards his calloused hands and knowing eyes. More than the ginger beer, their conversation replenished his spirit. Encircled by dancing candlelight, Jesus talked with Millie about everything and nothing. They shared kind of a cosmic dialect, a perspective of seeing heaven as it was on earth. He went there most evenings he was in the big city, usually an hour before closing time, long after the happy hour crowd. This was Jesus's secluded place. He was not isolating himself, but it was a place he went to rest. In addition to this pub beyond the city limits of Jerusalem, he kept a quiet place in the Galilee mountains. He needed these wilderness places, these wild places to reorient stillness in his life. A place where he could go and shake off the dust collected on his sandals the bitter sands of rejection from those who were supposed to be on his side. And quite honestly, he was taking his own advice, the advice that he had given to those who followed him. He would tell them, dust the sandals off from your feet if anyone refuses to welcome you. Let the blessing of peace return to you as you shake the dust and leave the city. Jesus was fully God and fully human. He needed quiet places to escape to. He said these words to his followers, Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, get away with me, and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Or maybe you're familiar with the King James Version. Come to me, all you who are weary and labor, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon me, learn from me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Jesus spent time with Millie at the Olive Press Pub in order to lighten his burdens. She never demanded that he share stories or parables, and the only miracle that took place in her pub was a life restored in the womb of silence. She noticed recently that Jesus' visits to Jerusalem became more frequent. And if conversation had been sparse before, now it was pretty much a veritable desert of words. She knew he would look tired, but this relentless road schedule that he kept for almost three years had taken its toll. He had gone from obscure architect or carpenter to world maker. 
He had often entered cities that were stated off limits. He went and visited water wells in Samaria, condos in Tyre and Sidon. He ate at the kitchen table of tax collectors. He dismantled the faulty support beams of teaching, of religiosity, and he erected foundations of solid truth. So it was no surprise to Millie that his shoulders were slumped from weariness, but it was something interesting that his countenance was often resolute, like a man who knew his purpose in the world. Well, fast forward to their last interaction at the Olive Press pub, which left Millie in tears. Those tears were a mixture of grief, of seeing someone that you love and care for burdened by the weight of the world. There were also tears of gratitude, how in one of his greatest hours of need and loneliness, she would be there to serve him. On that last night, it had been an especially raucous night at the pub. Millie kept watching the wall clock, which was keeping time, the shorthand slipping slowly from one number to the next. She knew that Jesus would come for consolation, and just as she predicted shortly before midnight, long after all of the visitors in town for Passover had stumbled their way home, he walked through the curtain door. But this time he wasn't alone. Three friends joined him. Jesus took his spot along the cypresswood bar while his friends slid into a booth near the restrooms. It was clear that their Passover meal had left them full, their breath stained by garlic and lamb, their beards sticky from dates. Millie noticed these three guys whispering and gesturing wildly in the air like they were solving some mystery. Tonight there was a change in Jesus' Gethsemane routine. He ordered with words, not his usual pint of consolation. Tonight, he asked Millie to serve him from the private reserve set aside from the foundation of time. She poured a shot of bitters and she heard him sigh. Let this cup pass from me. He swirled it counterclockwise, groaned and swallowed. Millie and Jesus discussed her friends, Gabriel and Michael, many angels before who had delivered messages of barren to full, lowly to upheld, outsider to insider. Millie's job that night was to share the cup of bitterness, of agony, of suffering. At one point during their conversation, Jesus turned to his friends who were now asleep in the booth and said, Oi, wake up mates, keep watch. He slid upright in the booth. Jesus turned back to Millie and said, again, and she poured another round. This time Jesus, in a whisper, almost a protestation, said, not my will. He exhaled and drained the glass. And tracing a circle with his thumbnail in the grain of the cypress wood bar, he said the words, thy will be done. His friends yet again overcome by weariness, Jesus yelled, Oi, can you not stay awake? They lifted their heads, foreheads sweaty, eyes bleary, and they woke up just in time for a mob to storm through the doors. A friend turned betrayer, temple guards, swords shouting, and Jesus surrendering. Jesus regularly went away to a quiet place to pray. 
and sometimes that quiet place was a place of rest and renewal. And on that night in the Garden of Gethsemane, which literally just means the place of the oil press, or what I've called the oil press pub, Jesus goes away to the quiet place to pray and to drink from a cup that none of us can imagine. I'm writing this in the fall of 2021, a time in which the isolation of the COVID pandemic seems to drain creativity and attempts to evaporate hope. There are wars and rumors of wars pinning neighbor against neighbor. We've realized maybe no more so than at any other time that it's important that we have a place, a space to get away and to rest. As we think about what Jesus did, whether it was in the Galilee mountains or oftentimes at the pub in Jerusalem, the quiet place in the Garden of Gethsemane, he took time to rest, to get away and to remember, to once again kind of tap into the unforced rhythms of grace, to live freely and lightly. The poet George Hebert says that we need to take time alone in solitude with God to see what it is that our soul wears. We need to slip away to quiet places to escape the expectations of being the perfect parent or the responsible employee. And so where is your quiet place? Where is the pub where no one knows your name? Maybe it's taking a walk on a tree-lined street or a lake in your neighborhood. Maybe it's a local coffee shop where you can order the cappuccino and watch the foam rise and feel the weight of the world slip away. We're all human. We need to have spaces to rest. I think this pub scene that I've attempted to describe is that Jesus meets us in our places of rest, but Jesus also meets us in the places where instead of resting, we are trying to isolate and hide. The places where we feel pressed down by grief or loss. Jesus' visit to the Olive Press pub reminds us we are never alone in our seclusion or our hiding. Jesus will never leave us or forsake us. Even when we become drunk with the desire for power or pleasure, Jesus pulls up a stool to the pub of our lives and sits alongside us and reminds us we don't have to drink from the bitterness of violence. That bottle is empty in the eyes of God. I'll close with uh, lyrics from uh, singer-songwriter Will Reagan. He says, take a moment to remember who God is and who I am. To take a moment to remember who God is and who I am. In those quiet places, Jesus once again lifts our load. Jesus joins us to bring us rest and consolation. Jesus and sometimes an angel named Millie or a good friend who is Jesus with skin on reminds us that Jesus is with us to help us shake the dust from our feet, to let peace return to us. Jesus joins us in our suffering. Are you tired, worn out, burned out on religion? Come to me, Jesus says. 
get away with me and you'll recover your life, I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. Thanks for listening. If this story inspired you, check out more In All Stories wherever you listen to podcasts. Know someone who needs hope? Share this podcast with them. This podcast is brought to you by Mercy Street, a church community in Houston, Texas. We create a safe harbor of hope and transformation so all may experience the radical grace of God. Go to www.mercystreet.org.